Okay, so, um, I want to share an experience I had with you. There's some juicy chit-chat stuff in there, um, and I'm trying to think how to get everything to you. Let's just try to give it a shot. And I think what you can probably do, I'm going to give you a heads up at the beginning of the podcast. If you see that the podcast is at like maybe 29 minutes and then it comes back up on your radar and it's 35 minutes or 45 minutes, I'm tacking on everything from that experience. I think that's going to be the best way to go. And maybe give me about three to four days and I'll keep adding to my experience with her so so now you're prepared if you if you um if it's still at 45 minutes or whatever you know it is at the time that you see it and then you check back in a couple days and it's at 52 minutes or uh an hour and 45 minutes that's because i'm adding on pieces okay so let's just go ahead and kind of talk about it a little bit i met someone yesterday i had i had seen her we go to the same location um, it's kind of like a little bit high end and stuff. And so just really friendly and your, your hearts kind of gravitate towards people and each other and you recognize good, clean energy. But, um, so finally she came over and we just started talking and I mean, we're just talking, 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 and we are so immersed in our own world and basically it went on for several hours and I did start to get drained a little bit I think when I'm around certain people like it just feels really good but I, I do tend to um get drained especially if, if it's that intensity for a long time so but it felt really 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 good so now, mind you, it, it was funny because we were sitting down when I was sitting down and she came over and sat down and talked with me and she's an Amazon girl, just like me. Okay. Um, and you know, wealthy, wealthy, there's so many things I want to say within things. So for example, uh, I do need to catch up. I'm catching up on some, you know, um, quantum stuff right now. But she also put me on the art of doing nothing, which is related to Taoism when I tell you when you're ready, the master will appear. A lot of you know that I'm my endeavors and my assignment is um passive income, um, health and wealth, right? So I'm gonna look more into that and see how I can incorporate that into what I'm moving forward to. But here's the cool thing. She does natal charts, y'all. And so ooh. Excuse me. I'm chewing gum. Just finished drinking my turmeric and cranberry juice. It's going to be about city up in here, y'all. And trust, I am. I get embarrassed every single time. My cheeks do turn like red still. So I get embarrassed every single time, even though y'all can't see me. I gross myself out. Trust me. Mm. Anyways, um, so let me let me take out my gum. Mm. So, so I give her permission and consent to do my, my natal chart. She does them for a living. She's going to teach them how, me how to do them, um, which I cannot wait to start doing them for each of you. Um, when I tell you when you're ready, the master will appear, 
you know, when you're ready, the teacher will appear. And um, so I did give her a heads up that I had already had mine done. And she's like, no problem, no problem. I just want to do it for you. Now, mind you, we started talking about like spirituality and all this other stuff. So that's what, what brought it up. So she pulls up my information. Um, I'll kind of cut back and forth to whatever I can remember. But so she pulls it. When I tell you the accuracy, the accuracy, right? So this, we had seen each other and we would have like literally small talk. Hey, how's your day? How's it going? Good to see you. And then this was the first time we come together and talk. So she doesn't know anything outside of, she doesn't know me from Eve, right? And some people say she doesn't know me from Adam or he doesn't know me from Adam, but I say she didn't know me from Eve. And so it was different things about like the money, the wealth. For me, my me and my family, the money is is runs all up and through there. <clears throat> and so like part of it, like my dad's respect for me comes because of the money and the wealth that I, I provide. So my dad takes me seriously because we talk money. I mentioned to you before, one of the best times and the most bonding we've had over life was one when he retired, but also um, I remember we started learning how to trade together, right? And now he does, he's on the crypto side with me and now we're getting ready to go into like Google ads and, and all of that stuff, right? So, um, but but that, this is what we do. We, we talk about money and finances and he, he's, he, it's easy for him to get money, but it's easy for him to, it's here and it's gone. I'm unlearning those habits, but money comes to me and, and it can kind of, you know, swelter out, but I've never been in a position where it, it got kind of questionable, but now I learn to trust the process. I will always be provided for. I will always have not, so the, the container that I'm testing right now, and those of you who are kind of familiar with the lady that I follow for Quantum, she talks about our containers and our capacity to take things on. So the container that I'm testing right now is having I have enough, but how to be more charitable. And one of the things about being more charitable is it kind of feels like, oh, you know, I have enough to take care of myself. Do I have enough to to give to someone else? What if I need that money back? What if I get to the end of the month and I'm going to wish I didn't give that person, I'm going to wish I didn't pay for their Starbucks or I'm going to wish I didn't give them a heavy tip, like a such a hype tip, or I'm going to wish that I didn't buy them a present. And so I I am working through that container of like, being charitable is not going to hurt me and it feels good. Um, I had mentioned a, a while back, there was a, a girl that had gotten a promotion at one of the places I go to. I'm so proud of her. And the thought process is like, oh, I don't know, the, you know, the cost and everything right now. And I have enough for myself, but I don't know, maybe after the, you know, I, I get Google ad income and stuff that I can splurge a little bit more. Long story short, bought her a a pretty uh bracelet that would match her skin tone, um like a rose gold, and it said on there she knew she could, so she did it, and so um I wanted it to be something I learned this from my tourist friend, something that would last her forever. Every time she sees it, it's like a visual reminder. If I did this, I can do whatever I put my heart my heart and mind to. 
And so I saw her and I gave it to her, but it was in a in a little jewelry box. And the next day I saw her and I just hear her saying my name and she's like, hey, hey. So I turn around and she runs up to me and she gives me the biggest hug. And she's like, this bracelet, and she starts shaking a little bit. She's like, this is something my grandma would give me. And when I looked in her eyes, like both of us almost started wanting to cry a little bit. Like, she's like, yes, this is something my grandma would give me. She's like, thank you so much. She's like, when I opened it, I just started crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly worth every, everything, right? Um, I just did a podcast about just giving a little bit, you know, for the charity water thing. I'm sure they're going to send me more um, information about it. And I look forward to continue to contribute. And you'll probably hear more about it and I'll do more research on it too. But expanding my container for charitability. So, but I say all that to say she was pulling up on the chart like my... My um, and that wasn't the first thing we started off like we started talking about family and stuff and um, my personality and y'all, it's funny when you start to learn your intuition, you know it's good to have your natal chart done, but it's so complimentary when you start to learn yourself intuitively because, remember I've been telling you guys I'm like I'm not I wasn't made to be part of these movements forever. I am a social a a movement social butterflies. So I will come in. Oh, the word that came up was, um, but this was actually from my body graph. So I was showing her about the, the body graph or the, um, human design. That's something I'm still learning, but, um, and how they have the undefined and defined. I don't think there's not a lot of content, if anything out there for generators. So, you know, that's something that I'm going to learn. And I feel like when she shows me how to do natal charts, I'm going to be able to learn more about the portals and how to really help people in that. So it's going to, I'm ready. It is my time. And um, so, but in there, one, one of my gateways is I'm a heretic, um, heretic investigator. Heretic meaning that it's easy for me to be like, I will get a movement and I'll be like, rah, 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 like really, um, into it and really immersed in it and I can spit all the talking points and and that type of thing but the investigator part of me starts to like look around and say does this make sense does this hold water um can I hold it up to the light um can it pass the litmus test can I analyze it from a 360 degree and does it make sense in all angles and if it doesn't baby I'm gone on to the next, right? So I can get a little bit heretical. And so she, um, it came up on my chart, like very blatant, like, bam, like you like certain things, but you like, um, you get bored easily. So you have, and I didn't tell her anything about my podcast. I, none of my real life people know anything about my podcast or anything. So I just started laughing, but she's like, you talk about like just random things. It's like you are knowledgeable on a lot of things, but it's very surface level. Now, what was interesting as we started talking about it some more is that I don't go, there is a part of me that can go deep, but it's still surface level compared to people who have areas of expertise in in all these different ranges of things. I tend to go surface level esoteric up. Some people go below surface level down. 
I go surface level upward, higher frequency. If it if it's gonna, the way you're gonna catch me is if you have something that is gonna take me to a higher level, a higher plane. So the accuracy on that was so cool. And then one of the things that she talked about, the the um, the guy who did my natal chart before, um, he mentioned this, and I've shared this with with you before too. He said. That later in life, y'all, I will have a life partner type of thing. And at the time, it was something that I wanted. I had hoped it would have been my ex, you know, um, at the time. And I've evolved since then. But um, so she's going through all this stuff, the family, the money, the career. Um, It also, the way that she does it, she says that she can tell you down to the minute what's going to happen to you. She can tell you the days of what's going to happen to you. So I look forward to learning from her um, and and doing these for you too. But I, um, so she finally gets to the, to the companion part or, or that part of, because I think it falls under family type of a thing or like relationships. I think it fell under relationships. So, and it's not even like I could cheat off the stuff because she, her primary language is Vietnamese. So everything is in Vietnamese and she's translating it from English and then um, reading it back to me and, and, and that type of thing. So um, she's like, your partner is going to come later in life. Same exact verbiage as the other guy. They don't know each other from Adam. They don't know about each other. She doesn't know that, you know, short of me telling her, because I wanted to just caution her. But I think that usually when you when you deal with people like that, you kind of want to give them a heads up and know that, hey, I'm on to you. Like, I'm going to see test you for accuracy. And she's like, no problem. Don't tell me anything. I want to just test it. Love that about her. Um, right. Because some people, they want you to sit down and talk and you're telling them everything and then they piece things together. I told her zero zilch, nothing, you know, and um, she's like, your partner's going to come later in life. And one of the interesting things she told me is like, because money runs so rampant through my chart, she's like, your for your relationship to be successful, it cannot be based on money. So my whole idea of um, having like, a partner that I would do a foundation with, like a Marjorie and Steve Harvey foundation. It, it's not about that. It's going to have to be on a whole other level, like just different. And it's not in the sense that he's supposed to be a bum. It's just that um, she's like, the, the the money between you two, if you go into business together, it will ruin you. Like, so, okay. And I told her, well, I'm like, I'm not really into that. And she's like, that's okay. She's like, it can mean something different to you later on in life, but there's something of significance there. So, and you know, we all have free will. Another thing she had mentioned too, is that I'm good at like sales. So a lot of, you know, I don't like to think I'm good at sales, you know, um, but I know what I believe in. Like, there's so many things that are quote unquote MLM related that I subscribe to in life that I adamantly believe in. I research everything. And so, if I'm buying things like doTERRA essential oils or things like Kangen water, like alkaline water, things like the turmeric tea, things like the, um, 
life insurance and the group that I'm with. Those are things that I'm so adamant about. Things like infinite banking, things like crypto, things like um, Google ads, right? Passive lifestyle. Those are things that are so I'm so adamant about, but there's the sales component of it. And so she's like, you will be good in that. And then the other thing was like, um, even the timeline, because when I remember I was talking about the intuitive aspect of it is in my heart of hearts. And you guys have heard you guys and ladies have heard me say this before, like. So when she says it, it's like just affirmation. Like I've I've talked about how the more you get on this journey, your inner self starts to recall your assignment and starts to remember what you're here for and what you're made of and what you what you came here to do. And the more you start to tap into that, you will get confirmation and downloads to that effect. And so I've been telling you that I'm like, I'm going to take my time. I know that next year around August, it's my time. That's when I hit that million dollar mark. That's when I hit, you know, and, and so, but my intuitive inner self has been preparing for that timeline, right? And um, one of the things that helped too was when I had my natal chart done about three, three, almost four years ago now, he told me that, you know, he told me about the financial part, but he didn't express it the way that she did. Um, and I don't recommend that you get a lot or too many towards conflicting or stuff like that. I think that sometimes when you have different people, you, they give breath. So he's communicating like, a, a as a masculine and she's communicating as a feminine type of a thing. And do you have different ways of interpreting? But the way he explained it to me was that there would be chaos surrounding my, my money. But the thing is, remember the Japanese translation of chaos is, opportunity or crisis crisis is opportunity and so I think it's even interesting too because one of the things that she said is there's so much hidden knowledge that um because she understands Vietnamese and she her her mentor told her to learn Chinese um so she self-taught herself she self-taught she self-taught herself Chinese in three months if you if you haven't noticed by now she's type A personality um and but but um but she 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 does things to balance herself out and and even keel but she is her brain waves are on an alpha wave remember sometimes when we talk about like alpha beta gamma they're kind of related to brain wave activity. So when I say alpha female, I'm not talking about in the sense of like um the way that these guys talk about it. I'm talking about like brain wave pattern. It's it's very like busy up down up down up down. It's taking a lot of information. It's disseminating a lot of information, right? And so I've talked about how when I talk with certain people that our souls connect and we're limited on a time, we start doing like this chatter where it's like it's almost like Morse code. And so I'm emitting information like, beep, 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 and she's like, beep, 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 back, back, back. And we're like taking turns back and, back and forth. And it's so high paced. And it's so, and like, even when I was talking to the model earlier today, it's just that same energy. Or like, even when I talk about some of the guys I've met there at the place I go to, they, um, once we get into that space, everything else drowns out. And it's like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we're just like riding these, these waves and stuff. So 
But, and so she talks about how she self-taught herself. So there's a lot of occult knowledge in the different languages. And you have to understand that English keeps the, the sciences occult. But part of the reason I think that people try to push, you know, English as a national, as a global language is because you start to lose the meaning, the esoteric meaning behind a lot of the other words excuse me, in other cultures. And so she says, not only do they have hidden um, knowledge, because they're so heavily regulated, the world powers, they will collapse and bring down the sites because Age of Aquarius is about disseminating, disseminating information. So you have someone like her, and we talked about how we are born with the assignments. She believes the same thing too. So I, I will talk with her a little bit more. She was just more focused on me and talking, but I, I recognize her for what she is, right? Um, and like I said, I, I say this with the most reverence. I think she's an ascended master. So she decided to come here and translate the languages. And so every time she, she gets the information, she captures it. And now she can translate it in English. She's like, there's so much information I have to get out to the people that um that is not in English. You cannot find this information anywhere in English. And she's talking about like the color coding, like how it signals to our brains, which I knew a little bit of it too. Like I know there's color therapy, but it's so much deeper, you know, like do you want to use red or green or blue and what does this symbolize and what colors do you write with? All of these things send patterns to our our minds. And you can get in as deep as you want to in it. And you can get as um, surface level as you want with it, you know. Um, so, so, yeah. So, there's that aspect of it. So, she was able to... So, when, when the other person was telling me about my natal chart... Now, mind you, I know her full value... This is a wealthy woman. They have, um, she has a, a business with her and her boyfriend. And that was an amazing story in and of itself too. But when I tell you she's not, she's a, a, a feisty, um, she's tiny, but so full of vibrancy and she's strictly independent. So it's kind of like that guy was meant for her in the sense of like, she she's not to be ruled. She's not to be um, subjugated. She is a queen in all of her element. And he loves and cherishes and worships her, right? And and so, but she understands that she has full reign and full domain, dominion, right? And he understands that he's lucky to be a part of her life, you know? And it's not in a, you know, some people don't, some people don't ascribe to that, but that element is there. So I say all of that to say, I paid, I know it was like a, I want to say like six to 12 hours. So we had six sessions and it was two hours for every session. And he went over all the different charts of my, of my charts and my houses. And so I paid a good chunk. There was a, you know, a good chunk of money for, for that. And she's here doing it here for me for free. I do believe in the power of, um, reciprocation and so it's not remiss on me now this is a type of woman I would actually insult her by giving her something monetary um 
So it, it cannot be monetary. It has to be something that is heartfelt that will symbolize our friendship and our relationship and and where we're going with things, right? So I will take time to think and process out what that means. But that type of you dom you can't just give her several hundred dollars or, or stuff like that or or try to you know, it has to be and, and I like that because it brings out a certain part of me of of understanding charitability. Like how do I give something heartfelt that helps us remember our moment in time together that I thought about you and I understood you, right? And so um I it, it is a blessing. And and y'all, you know what you know what gripped my soul too? So at the end when it was time to go and I was getting a little bit tired and stuff, but she was like, and of course, I think that she knows what she's looking for. And when she runs a chart, she knows who she has compatibility with also. And she also said, because keep in mind, she showed me like her charts and stuff. It tells you the best days to make friends, the best days to do stuff around the house, the best days to be involved in meetings and finance and all this other stuff, when to have surgery, whatnot, so on and so forth. She's going to show me how to do that, right? Um, and so the day that, that we got to chat, I think she goes in with the mindset of like, oh, today is when I will meet more friends, right? And so that was our day. And, um, and... When, when it, cause so what happened is she invited another friend. She was waiting for another friend to come, which gave me some relief, you know, because I, I couldn't maintain that intensity just hour after hour and I didn't prepare for it. But that's kind of like how us introverts are. We don't get our energy from being around other people. We get our energy from solace. So I can give out, I can do bursts of energy but I need time to recharge. And because she was covering so much information, we were talking about astrocartography. We were talking about literature, philosophy. Um, the whole time, too, she had given... Lately, what's been happening is people would just give me free stuff. Free stuff, like subscriptions to stuff. and how to, But I receive it. I don't want to say I'm ungrateful for it. So she's giving me free access to all this stuff on top of like the, the what would have been considered a free reading on top of she gave me another gift, which I'm not going to talk about right now, Okay, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. But um, and so she was waiting for another um friend to come and she's like, you are my sister. I was like. She's like, yeah, this is sisterhood. And I was like, what? <laughs> now, y'all know I have been talking about, I really would like to see some stronger uh, threading of sisterhood. And I, I've been emotional lately, feeling so deep in my feelings. Blame it on the water. Pisces, Scorpio, double Scorpio in some places, a lot of water in my chart, right? So I, I feel things. 
deeply. And that night when I was falling asleep, that was yesterday. Last night when I was falling asleep, I was just laughing because I was like, Divine Source has a (laughs) immaculate, meticulous sense of humor, right? Because when I say, you know, I want a sisterhood, I want more friends that are going to, um, that I can trade with, that I can grow money with, that we can talk about finances with. And I got those wishes to happen, but I'm trying to pigeonhole it to be like, oh, she's going to be probably tall like me. It's going to be a black girl like me. She's going to be valley girl, SoCal girl like me, you know, or, or no, tiny five foot one, 90 pounds soaking wet Vietnamese. And she's like, you are my sister. What? What? Divine source? Excuse moi? Okay. (laughs) You know, and I have one other friend that, um, one other friend and my ex are the only two other people that I've been able to have that range of conversations about. Um, she doesn't necessarily subscribe to the, the Zodiacs the way that I do, but she understands it from a whole different, uh, level. She does it more based on the Chinese, um, system, right? But the accuracy when I had it from the other guy versus her, same difference, right? If not more accurate. And so we started talking about, like, we both like coloring. I I kind of felt funny. I think I told you guys the other day. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel like coloring right now. Um, Most of my adult coloring books are in my storage. And I had bought a whole bunch of, like, um, different, like, crayon not crayons, but, like, pencils and markers. Now that I think about it, they're probably all dried out, unless it's the pencils, um, and markers to, to do the coloring. And, um, a part of me the other day, I was just like, oh, I feel like coloring. It would just feel so nice to just have a candle going and soft music. And three days later, three, four days later, she was like, she's like, oh my gosh, you and I, me and you and I are going to have so much fun. We, you can come to my house. So she showed me pictures of her house. Beautiful. Such a happy, clean, energy type of person right she's like you and I we can just and she got so excited but I'm excited too her eyes are lit up my eyes are lit up she's like we can color together we can just put on same thing put on some music and you and I can color together and we can keep talking and sharing ideas girl and we were talking a little bit about like um um the importance of gratitude and Here's another thing she told me too. She said that a lot of these people that are really like a menace to society or mean and even in in positions of power, she's like they used to be animals in their in their past life and they will return to animals in their next in their next life and she says sometimes the reason these people are mean is because they were animals and they were mistreated and abused as animals and now they're lashing out on on society and she says and we have to learn ways how to heal 
that pain and that hurt, right? And so she talks about how she's vegetarian. I am not vegetarian. I do eat salmon and I do eat um, turkey are my go-tos. I used to eat chicken, but I've, I've cut out chicken out of my diet for... If I say at least 60 days, it could be going three three to four months. No, no, no. I, I think I started that like around Jan. So we're, yeah, we're in April. Yeah, about three months because there's this one lady I went to that she does like nutritionist type stuff or holistic stuff. And um, when she told me, I, I decided to just cut out chicken. So I just do turkey and salmon. Um, I've never been much of a beef eater. Um, even though, you know, and that has to do mostly with my religion and stuff like that, like that I grew up with. Don't do pork, don't really do a lot of other seafood. But she said, you know, we can, and I've heard this before, we contribute to the pain and the hurting of these animals and stuff. And that's why a lot of people have, why they're emotional you know, and why they have anger and fear. And she's like, I notice when I eat meat, I get really emotional because at the time that the the animal, whatever life they were going through, and especially like for cows, even with fish, with fish, when they're in the farms, they're under so much anxiety. They're not free and swimming all around. They are literally on top of each other, um, you know, all up and down and just flopping against each other. And then before it's their time to be taken out. And I think even if you remember with the cows, they know they're going to be deleted. They can smell because animals give off pheromones when they're in fear. And even the same thing too with like pigs, they can smell that there was death. They can smell the fear of the 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 perspiration of the animals that went in there before them and they can see their fellow you know people cattle that they went in with being toe tagged and they know that they're next and so that it starts to send a lot of adrenaline and anxiety and stress through their blood system and that's what's pumping through their blood before it's their time. So when you go and you cook it and you prepare it, now you ingest it and now you have that coursing through your veins. And so I told her, I'm like, well, I'm not necessarily vegetarian, but I do eat turkey and um, salmon. And so she said, well, if you do decide to do that, you know, it reminds me of one of the principles in when we were, when I was more immersed in Christianity to always pray for my food. And it reminded me, you know, I I always do a thank you for my food, but it made me realize, like, let me just scale all the way back and just, um, I'm going to share with you the same thing I shared with her about the beauty of drinking tea, but I can apply it to when I have my meals, right? And especially if I'm having meat, you, when you have your meat, you take your uh, time to, to, respect the life that was given and you promise that you are going to use that consumption to use that energy to do good and whatever pain and sorrow 
and stress and sadness that animal felt before it was taken out. You promise that you're going to transmute that energy and, you know, turn it into healing and to peace and to serenity, you know, within yourself so that you can release it into a, into a, you know, like a rest and peace kind of, um, status. And I found that to be profound. Now, part of the way we came around this too, was we were talking a little bit about law of attraction, money, manifestation. Oh, I could go on and on and on. She does mind maps and her thing is about like, how do you take a book? And we've talked about this before too. She says like, we were not meant to consume a lot of words. We're supposed to be able to take one word and, you know, get the whole meaning and so if you consolidate whole books into mind maps now you can read way more books okay but I understand that it's a two-way street you written expression serves a purpose it is cathartic for the person that is um doing the writing because it, it um it reveals the soul and so if there is something cyclical where you can write out and then do the audiobook version of it and or surmise it in the way that she does it. That's where the healing is. But we're not, I don't think, I'm not being led to believe that we should get rid of the writing aspect of things, right? I think it's circular. And so she's also into AI. She's also into wealth. She's also into crypto. We didn't even get to really talk about that. Considering with me, right, how much I talk about crypto, we didn't even talk about that. She's also into like... um like affirmations and high frequency music and what she listens to when she's sleeping and and that type of stuff always in the background and whatnot. So, but I talked to her about my understanding of uh one of my student workers taught me to appreciate the it's not the art, the ritual, the ritual of taking tea. You know, when you take tea and it's such a serene, I'm actually, I have a, a huge mason jar, glass mason jar that I had um, with the mug on it. And I want to get back to, to doing that. Sometimes having the tea can feel a little bit tedious. All I have to do is just go press the water kettle, drop the tea bags in there or the powder in there, mix in some honey. But sometimes I just don't feel like doing it, but I need to kind of allow myself that luxury um, and so what my student worker taught me was, and my the student worker, she was from somewhere like, I think she was like from Romania or Ukraine or like somewhere like Czechoslovakia or something. I don't know. One of those places. And um, she was into anime. But when I tell you, we had the best talks. She got me, um, she recorded a whole series of Chinese um a Chinese romance model, the audiobook. I got to enjoy listening to that. Okay. Um, never thought I'd be into the into that kind of it was so fun. And she I actually, because of her, I did watch a couple of um like Chinese romance stuff and the sense of humor and the the cultural stuff. I was crying, I was laughing, it was so funny. I really enjoyed whatever it was the hell I was watching. <laughs> But one of the things she told me, I she got me hooked on tea. And um, so I'd buy my Tazo teas and I had like peppermint and ginger and hibiscus and 
all the like the Zen one and the black coffee and the green tea and stuff. And she noticed one time I was just kind of like haphazardly doing it. And she's like, no, 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 no. That's not how you do it. She's like, when you have your tea, um, when you get your tea, if someone gives it to you or when you, you reach for it, you reach for it with two open hands, two open your hands up and open to receive it. And then in the time that it is warm in your hands, you start to be grateful for the sun, for the rain that, re- that you know, fell on the plants that you were, whatever it is you're drinking. You're thankful for the people who harvested it, the people who packaged it, the people who delivered it to you. You're thankful for the clean water that you're able to use, right? You're thankful for the breath to be able to enjoy the way that it smells and enjoy the way that it tastes and calm your mind. And so when you apply that to even how the way that you eat your food and you're understanding that you're converting the energy um, for good, then now we don't become so gluttonous and I think we become more conscious of consumption, right? Consumerism. And, but one of the the laws, people don't really like the secret, but I really do honestly feel like it goes over their head a little bit. And I think part of the reason I was able to catch it is because I, I, I am attuned to look for patterns. So I think that the average person, um, is on the search for how to make more money. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, but I think that they hear things like the secret. Um, and they say, oh, well, maybe this is going to help me make millions of dollars. And so they go and they, they pour through the book and they read through the book and they're like flipping the pages and looking to see where's the secret? Where's the secret? Where does it tell me how to win, make a million dollars? How do I win the lottery? How do I get passive income? How do I, how, where, 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 where? And you get to the end of the book or you listen to the stuff and they don't tell you, you know, like the, the eighth wonder or compound interest or infinite banking or crypto or stuff like that, or which stock to buy and returns or dividends or, or like a practical. And I remember when I was listening to it, I was like, what, what is going on here? And I listened to the audiobook version and I I've um I remember I read some of it when I went to Barnes and Nobles. And this was over a period of time and I'm like, what am I missing here? And then it hit me. I was like, oh my goodness. The common thread is that all of these people are grateful. That is the law of attraction. Gratitude is the law of attraction. Whatever you are grateful for is what you will attract more of. So if you take time to be grateful for peace and serenity, if you take... And that's why that's why I say the things that I say. To me, passive income, yeah, a million dollars in three to four years, two to five million in, in four years. That sounds all hunky-dory. And I know some people... They're like, money's not anything. And it's usually people who don't have any money who will tell you that it ain't ish. But that's why I try to drive home. Me being financially stable is not about 
yeah, I, I, I'm looking at clothes right now that I still have to wear that have the tags on it. Clothes that I order from like Nordstrom that I still haven't worn. Okay. Don't know if I ever will. We'll see if it, if I still find it to be fashionable, right? Buying what I want, living how I want, paying for what I need and want. But the beauty behind it is the time I get to spend with my my niece, being able to use it as a love language for my family, right? Um, not being a burden to society, right? Lowering my stress levels, which will help my overall health, right? Now I can really be on mission because when I was confined in the nine to five that I had, I was stuck in a little office in the little belly of the of the whale, working and getting stuff done, you know, behind the scenes. Now I can go out and I can see people that need to hear from me. This is another cool thing that she said too. And I'm over here and I'm telling you guys like, yeah, I I get suited and booted. I'll go out there and I know that there's somebody out there that I'm going to meet today that just needs a little word of encouragement, a word of appreciation, a little push, a little bit more of a tip, a little, just something positive and I have it to give. And one of the things she said is, she said, everyone that is, that you encounter is here to support you. And I was like, what? You know, so much stuff. And that's something that I'll have to process also too, but that doesn't really match what I've allowed myself to think. I always felt like there's people that were for me and against me. But even when you think about it in terms of like, even, you know, like the, the, the exes, as much as I say they can kick rocks, I know they taught me stuff. I talk about how like my, um, the, the last two exes that I talk about, cause I, I don't have a very, um, extensive dating, um, profile or anything like that. So I don't even have a handful, like I have a finger left over, <laughs> right? When I do my quote unquote body count. But um, one of the things that I learned from the ex before this one was that was the first time, mind you, I grew up sheltered. So very much in my own pond and lots of Christians and that type of thing, white community type of a thing. But I hadn't really gotten to see what it was. He he was just one year older than me and our birthdays were two days apart and he was tall like me and really like we had some really good conversations. Um it's just he couldn't keep his little thing in the in the in the in the in his pants, right? He has his own stuff to go through his own journey. But I remember feeling like oh Oh my gosh, this guy is making really good money. He loves what he does. And this was around the time of my awakening. And then I was like, oh, it's possible. And this is why I talk so much about why positive imagery is so important, why representation matters. It wasn't a a woman per se. Um, I think I would have been impacted just the same, if not more by if it was a woman that looked like me talk like me, sound like me, brown like me, you know, but that was the first time I got to see live and living color. Somebody that was capable of doing that. And 
um, that definitely helped me to move in ways that I've never moved before. Scorpios, we have power behind us. And in his masculine way, because he was a Scorpio too, I like to think the October Scorpio suns are a little bit more, you know, love and light. And I feel like consistently across the board, November Scorpios are like karmic, karmic Scorpios, like... If if you don't like Scorpios, you you clearing up some karma. Scorpios gonna give you. Oh my gosh! Okay, so th- this girl too, y'all. When I tell you this is gonna be like friendship made in heaven, and who knows? Maybe it's just meant for this moment in time. And she strikes me as the type that she'll be here and she'll get bored and she'll move on. Type of a thing too, but. She, why is she a cusper? So she, cause I was like, she's an October just like me. So she's um cusp Libra cusp Scorpio, but so that so she's October, um, and so but you'll know that two of my best friends are Libras. They're born on the same day, but same thing. They're born a, a year apart. I love 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 my Libra girls. Like, so now you have when i tell you she's type a it makes so much sense because not only is she the cusp of everything that comes with libra and all the creative and beauty and everything that comes with that but the scorpionic side of things right um and so i i learned how to move in more power but i do it in a feminine way um, one of the funny things she said too is like, I, I, my chart is very strongly feminine, very girly. And I just started laughing because I think sometimes I kind of resisted it a little bit too. But she did kind of mention that too, because it's kind of like um, when I was younger, it was a little bit more kind of fit trying to figure myself out. And it was a little bit more erratic, even though I am a quiet soul and I am more of a reserved person but it's like strong femininity and strong feminine power type of a thing but uh, I think it's not I wouldn't describe it as overpowering although I I think sometimes it can be intimidating to people and I've learned how to harness it if that kind of makes sense and I'm still learning about that but yeah there was so much to talk about I you most of you who've been with me for a while know that my podcast the app allows me to do 60 minutes at a time. So I think that's going to be a good time for me to um, kind of just wind things up. Um, uh, so, oh, so one of the things she talked about is how um, even for orcas, she's like for, I guess for her country, like the leaders from there could have been orcas in their previous lives. They're very emotional. They're very intelligent, but they're also mistreated and abused. And it reminded me of this commercial that I saw. I think it's by Kayak, commercial by Kayak. And I knew there was an, a meaning behind some of the things that I see, but I don't know quite what it is. But what it was, the commercial that I saw was orcas and they're in a um, high-end resort in a pool and they're all playing this game and I know there has to be symbolism behind the game and you can tell that they're kind of occultish too um from their from their clothing but um so there's these male orcas in a circle and they are interrupted by um in one instance it's a male and in one instance it's a female and 
one of the guys, I think he makes like a splashing sound when he's jumping in or out of the water. And they're like, how did he get here? Type of a thing. And then the other one is this woman that she rolls up in her golf course, hits the ball and then keeps going type of a thing. And and so it's just like these higher powers, you know, that um, are kind of orchestrating these things behind the scenes. I don't know if it kind of makes sense to wait to you, but it made sense to me like, um, I don't know. So, um, lost my train of thought. I think it's time for me to wrap up. Like I don't have to go all the way until the 60 minutes, but yeah, that that's kind of like the chit chat stuff. I think, um, I covered most of the stuff, um, that I felt comfortable sharing. Some of the other stuff was a little bit more personal and I'll figure out ways to, to mull over that. But um and and it was um how do you call it confirmation at the right time too because sometimes I do feel guilty for saying like I'm just musings of a divine feminine so I do have liberty to ebb in and out of conversations and so sometimes I will kind of go over into that lane peek take a peek talk about it a little bit but I don't consider myself to be just one thing. And maybe this is even helpful for me now as I'm talking about it too. Sometimes I do feel like, oh, 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 strict health and wealth, health and wealth only, but it's okay. I can, I can be random and, um, I don't need to be, it's not something that I need to beat myself up about. I think I just need to be aware of it. Still understand that I still have my assignment. I still have my things that I can be strengthened in. Um, but one of the things, the themes that we talked about too, was just like our assignments, you know, what did we come here for? And, um, our inner knowing, like some of us don't have like access to natal chart or, you know, someone to really reaffirm what we know, but I think it's something you develop over time, you know? So when she was talking about the timeline, she's like, yeah, starting from next year, you're going to be that is your time. That is when you have the greatest ascension of your life. And when it comes to the money thing. And so what the other guy was seeing was crisis, but crisis is opportunity. And what I did when he told me crisis, um, I think close to around the time of my Saturn return or something like that. I was like, I am not a victim of my natal chart. I can plan for whatever this what I thought would be financially crippling would be. And so that made me go even deeper into like, okay, let me work on eight streams of income. So I'm not just going to have all my income in um, crypto or just one form of crypto. I'm going to have it now switching over into the Google ads, right? And make sure that it's eight streams upon eight streams upon an infinitum of things so that if and when there's a financial crisis, it's kind of like, um, that's why even intuitively I gravitate to, okay, let's have conversations about to what point are we over leveraging ourselves, right? How do I make sure that I have grain for the seven years of famine? Um, I take, I take when there's abundance and I set aside for the the year, seven years of famine. And that's according to the Bible, like some biblical stuff so that I have, you know, for those tough times. And so that's 
these conversations that I'm having, right, that I'm preparing myself for? How do I make sure that I have protection for my family, protection for myself, you know, and intuitively, I know that and be, intuitively, I listen to that internal compass. And it and and the natal charts helped me back then. And it absolutely helps me now. Which reminds me, she also told me about um, Astro.com. So I have to go and check that too. But she uses that as a resource, Astro.com. And then um, I also, I'm going to finish listening to the quantum lady here. And then the other thing too is I also need to listen to the art of doing nothing. It's based on Taoism, T-A-O, Taoism. Um, and so I have a lot of learning to do. I don't know if you can tell, this This is my happy space. I don't really want to stay in deep, dark stuff for too long. Um, but yeah, this is a very welcome shift in energy, very welcome new windfall of information that I can play with and can stimulate my mind and um, I can apply it to the things that I'm seeing. So I'm in a very happy, very happy place. Um, oh, she also told me too. So um, she told me like uh, one of the places where we go, they have like different color lockers. And so um, I put mine in a certain corner all the time and stuff. And she's like, put your put your stuff in the red lockers. This will be good for you. Um, and she play, pays attention to if she needs to be south in the south of a certain location or that type of thing. But um, but um, so, yeah, like today I went, I put my stuff in the red lockers and then anything that has a number nine in it or um or ends with the number nine. So just having fun with it. Take it for what it is. Um, I was just doing it based on height and stuff like that. But she said, according to my chart, I'm more fire, um, which is interesting. Um, of course, I will learn from her um, what these things mean. But I know from my own little chart, I have, I have just... I'm basically every woman. I have fixed elements. I know the strongest ones are fixed, and I also have a lot of water um, as well. Those are like the predominant ones. A little bit of air um, and very little of anything earth. But yeah, so definitely stay tuned. And who knows? I think even when I was listening to the quantum lady, like her son only does one human design reading a day. I could see myself that would be match more the pace of what I would see myself doing in terms of manual labor output um, and then have to play with the idea of like doing it one on one with someone. And as long as you don't mind like waterfalls in the background or me, you know, on a balcony overlooking somewhere beautiful or anything like that, then we can I look forward to to helping in that way because I know I'm good for it and I have so many resources and I really like to help people. But also, it's just this is my time to learn and take in as much knowledge as it pertains to my strengths and what I'm here for, for my assignment. And then at the right time, then I will, you know, pass that pass that knowledge on and, and be such a powerhouse and such a resource and be complementary to all the other things you've heard in life, right? And to be that um, help reaffirm whatever questions you have and definitely motivate you and but again you shouldn't just be um 
you can't go from motivation to motivation. It has to be internally, but just definitely be that little whisper of like, keep pushing, keep going. You're on the right path. Keep going. So, all right, y'all, it has been my pleasure. What is it? Uh, y'all have been all that. And I am Musings of a Divine Feminine. Until the next one. Peace. Anything um, that I wanted to type some loose ends on, but I think we're pretty much done, done. Sika 4 can be done for the most part. And I did go off on a tangent when I started talking about my ex, but what had led up to that was um, one of the things she mentioned is everyone that comes in my life is here to support me. And remember, that was at the time that I said that when I walk out my door, I'm like, I'm going to put a smile on someone's face. I'm going to encourage somebody to, you know, that they're on the right path. I'm going to just be a ray of light and fill in the gap for whatever it is they're going through so that they can go through another day and another moment. And and I, I know that I'm placed to wherever I set my feet when I step out and I'm not confined. I am helping them. And I've been telling you guys this. I'm like, every time I walk out that door and I'm pointing my little manicured finger, I'm like in the direction of my door. I'm like, every time I walk out that door, there are people waiting on me, you know, that are, you know, that I can bless and da 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 and stuff. So I don't have a regular nine to five to nine to five job. That is my job. And that's why Divine Source funds my ability to roam Okay, and be in a lot of these areas where people are um, in service the same way I was in service. And, and when you even as it's just hitting me right now, too, because when she talks about how we sometimes we come back in life and reincarnate in different things and in our past lives, she was like, even like with what I went through with my ex, it's like I probably was I was probably like out here hurting women's females with females um feelings. I probably I I don't even I'm not even going to play you guys. I really do feel like in my I thought I would do this in my future life, but I I think in my last life I was Casanova. And I I really do feel like a part of me was just kind of like I think every girl is pretty. I think every girl deserves to be romanced. I think every girl deserves to be f- made to feel like she's special and I'll be like mambo number five just you know but with that because it's kind of like a fleeting energy I didn't understand the value of commitment and my girl my pretty girl my the mother of my children you know and and what that meant so I'm like you're pretty you're pretty you're and I'm not paying attention to how much pain that hurt causes to so many people along the way, right? And so I got to experience what that felt to just have it like twisted, you know, so deep and so and so profound with both with both of them, right? Even in their own special ways, they taught me different things. Um, the Pisces one opened up like my understanding of the whole Pisces element of my spark, my myself, which is like the the um, spirituality component, right? But that has to do with my my moon. So I'm that's how I am with people and in, in, that are intimate that that can get past the hard shell, right? That's where you see this loving, soft, spiritual side of me, but it also has a dark side. I can see things rosy colored, 
probably can have a little bit of manipulation in there. A little bit of occult stuff, hidden knowledge that I may disseminate or keep back from you. Um, can be a little bit heretic and and that type of thing. But um, she said each of these people, every, every she said everyone you meet. And she said it a couple of times because I was just taken aback. Like just, she's like, everyone you meet is here to support you on your journey. And in that split second, I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't always feel that way. Like, and stuff. But then I started to realize, like, I thought I was going out here roaming, looking for people to bless, to give a smile, to encourage, to motivate. How are you doing? How's your day? How is work? Are you doing okay? Don't worry. Keep pushing. What are you doing in school? I'm so proud of you. I'm cheering for you. I'm, you know, type of thing or tip where I can and like go buy yourself something nice or, you know, and and to, to just see the light come back in their eyes and the life and everything. It's like, nah, <laughs> they're there to support me. They They are healing me. They are healing me. That was wild. And it makes me even go into more of a a spiral of gratitude, you know. Yeah, there's dark energies, but how do I heal through that? And even when you start to recognize a lot of the, like, I, I still talk about this. I don't, it really affected me, but this was just last month. The, there was a woman that had tried to click a, a, a cup in my face. And she, I could tell, I just aggravated her soul. I never told her anything. But from the moment she saw me, she just got this frown on her face and just very angry with, between her and her friend. i never seen them from Eve. Don't, don't know who they are. Um, but again, keep in mind, I do live close to a um, racist place. And I, I, I could go on and on into the details. But and so on their way out. Um, I just, you could feel the energy. So I, I, um, looked over my shoulder and by the time I had turned my head, you just hear this loud crash type thing. And she had attempted to kick a, a cup up into my face. And so people had turned around to see what it was, but because of the way that the, the place was set up, it ricocheted back off and kind of like went in the opposite direction type of thing, like, just for no reason. Do you have people like that? Yeah. You know, I like I said, it still affects me. I mean, I, that, I have been actually physically assaulted too, but, um, I don't know, like, you just kind of push through it. And those are, those are the worst hands, worst case scenarios, but focusing on, okay, I'm here to give you a ray of sunshine, but, grateful for the support that you have um that you, that that it's like oh my gosh these are my angels they're here to cheer me on and you know i don't know so that's that that was beautiful that was what that concept is like she said every person you meet is here to support you so that that is definitely such a beautiful message i think to carry 
on. So I obviously still have stuff to do. I've been listening to something in the background, just soaking in the information. And like I said, still have to knock out um, Art of Doing Nothing. I do believe it's an audiobook. It's going to be a couple of hours. And it was so funny because... Um, she was showing me the video and so she's like, I listen to it fast. And I was like, oh, I was like, slow. She's like, no, fast. She's like, I, I try to listen. So very type A personality. So she listens to the audiobook because it's like she's trying to ingest as much information as possible in the shortest amount of time and compact it. Whereas with me, when I listen to audiobooks, I will listen to it um I think at like 0.75 or on the slower, like one degree slower than um, than what the average person listens to because I, I have to let the words, each and every word hit me and I also take notes, right? So, but it was so funny, like <laughs> how both of us uh, relate to that, to this, to the same content and stuff like that too. But she was like, she's like, you? you know, you, you're not going to read the whole book. You're just going to go in and get what you want out of it and pull out exactly what you want. And then you're going to move on to something else. She's like, you're not going to read a whole book. And I was like laughing. I'm like, girl, why are you all in my business? Like, how am I dealing with that? She's, and, but she's on to the next thing. So she knows she's right, but she just keep going. Da, 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 and I'm just like, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> so, but anyways, y'all, it is Saturday still have Sunday ahead of me, the weekend ahead of me. Um, I don't know. Let's see what it do. I might, I might hop back on here. So we'll talk to you later. Bye.